What sets Jesus apart from all other human beings is that he was not only man, but also God. The Bible tells us that God became man, and he did so in order to save mankind from sin. According to John chapter 1, Jesus is called the Word. He is the eternal God and the Creator who revealed himself to the world by coming in the flesh. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. No one has ever seen God, the only God who is at the Father's side, he has made him known. For this reason, Jesus is called the Son of God. This is a designation unique to Jesus. It means that he had come from God and was the manifestation of God in the flesh. So Jesus said, Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. He also said, I and the Father are one. It was for this very reason that the Jews accused him of blasphemy, because by these words Jesus was claiming to be God. Jesus also made many authoritative statements about his identity. Here are some examples. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. If anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever. I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. These words of Jesus, if true, were statements and promises that only God can make. He was telling the world that he is the only way to God, and whoever believes in him will have everlasting life. How can we trust Jesus' claim that he is God? Can we accept the confession of his disciples that he is the Son of God? We will now look at the evidence that the Bible presents to show that Jesus is in fact the Son of God. Jesus' birth was most extraordinary. Mary, who had been betrothed to Joseph, was found to be with child before they came together. When Joseph learned about it and was planning to break the betrothal, an angel of the Lord appeared to him and told him that the child that was conceived in her was from the Holy Spirit. The angel Gabriel had also appeared to Mary to foretell the virgin birth. And the angel answered her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. Luke chapter 1, verse 35 Since Jesus was God in the flesh, he was not born through human descent, but was conceived through the Holy Spirit of God. More than 700 years before Christ, God had already announced this unprecedented divine entrance into the world. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. Isaiah chapter 7 verse 14 Jesus' birth was the fulfillment of this prophecy. This was something humanly impossible. It demonstrates that he is the Emmanuel, which means God with us. He is God who has become flesh to dwell among human beings. For in him the whole fullness of deity dwells bodily. Colossians chapter 2 verse 9 Being God in the flesh, Jesus was the complete embodiment of God. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 3 tells us, 
He is the radiance of the glory of God and the exact imprint of His nature. God's divine nature is seen clearly in the man Jesus. He was blameless in His words and actions. The Bible tells us that He was tempted in every way but was without sin. Those who envied Him kept trying to find fault with Him, but they could not. Before His opponents, Jesus asked, Which one of you convicts me of sin? Not only was Jesus sinless, God's perfect holiness, justice, mercy, and compassion radiated through Him. His holiness made people aware of their sinfulness, but His love drew sinners to Him to find forgiveness. No other human being could exhibit God's qualities as fully as Jesus. The Gospel accounts are full of stories of Jesus performing miracles. His divine power testified to the fact that He was the Son of God. As mentioned in the previous video segment, Jesus healed all kinds of sicknesses and freed the demon-possessed wherever He went. He even brought the dead to life, demonstrating that He is the Lord of life. He exercised His authority over nature. He calmed the storm, changed water into wine, walked on the sea. He fed multitudes of thousands with just a few loaves of bread and fish. Jesus' disciples could not catch any fish all night, but at His command, they let down their net and caught a full net of fish. Jesus also possessed transcendent knowledge. Even before His follower Nathaniel met Him, he already saw what Nathaniel had been doing. He knew the thoughts of the scribes who questioned him in their hearts. He accurately foretold his own sufferings and death. He understood the repentant heart of Zacchaeus the tax collector and brought him hope and forgiveness. The Bible tells us that the deeds of Jesus were so many that if every one of them were to be written, even the whole world could not contain the books that would be written. The miracles He performed not only helped those who were in need, but they also showed the world that He is the Son of God. In another video segment, we will look at the greatest sign that Jesus performed, His resurrection from the dead. Because He is risen from the dead, we can personally touch the living Savior today. Jesus' many signs and miracles, including His ultimate sign of resurrection, convince us that He is the Son of God whom we may put our trust in. Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of the disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in His name. John chapter 20, verses 30-31 to 31. Jesus was not only a good man or an exemplary moral teacher. He is the true and living God and the only Savior of the world. As we come before Jesus, we need to make a choice. He presents this choice to us clearly in the Bible. Whoever trusts in Him will have everlasting life, but whoever rejects Him stands condemned and will die in sin. I sincerely hope that you will come to know Jesus, accept Him as your Lord and Savior, be baptized in His name for the forgiveness of sins, and receive God's gift of eternal life.